Hello, and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Or if it's your first episode, thank you for joining us today. Do you know a child who has a sibling with dyslexia? Welcome to episode 61 of Dyslexia Devoted, and today we're talking all about the brothers and sisters of kids who have dyslexia and other learning differences. This summer, I've had the wonderful pleasure of working with several siblings, and actually, it's not just this summer. It is since I've started teaching kids with dyslexia, I frequently ended up also tutoring their siblings, especially on the summers. One thing that we have found is that dyslexia tends to run in families. So that's why it's really important if somebody is being diagnosed with dyslexia to let the assessor know if there's already a history of dyslexia in the family, because that means it's a much higher likelihood that another family member also has dyslexia or another learning difference as well. And one of the things I've actually seen a lot of is where one sibling is actually a really good reader and another sibling is a terrible speller or writer. And so sometimes it doesn't always present the same way with a learning difference. I know I've had several kids where maybe during the main school year, I have one sibling, and then just during the summers to give them a little bit of a boost, I help their opposite sibling. And that has happened many times over the years. And the other thing that I've noticed is I've seen a lot of cases of twins. I've actually seen more sets of twins than I can ever dream of counting. One school year at the school for dyslexia where I used to work, I had four sets of twins in my classroom. And I don't mean the full set of twins. I mean, one child went to our school and the other child was able to go to a typical school, which is something that I have no actual scientific proof for, but I find very interesting that I have seen so many more sets of twins in my special education focus on kids with dyslexia than I ever did in a regular classroom. The other thing is sometimes when you know what to look for, it's a lot easier to spot when a sibling has a challenge. For example, I have one family that I work with that I see all three kids Because once the first two got diagnosed with learning differences, by the time the third one started kindergarten, or maybe a little before that, I was already helping them because we know their school district does a terrible job of teaching kids how to read and how to use phonics. And two of the three siblings had dyslexia. So we just went ahead from the get-go of going ahead and helping the third child because the likelihood was just a little too high that that kid would struggle. And if you know anything about interventions, the sooner you start them, the better. So the littlest one has not had any struggles in school because we caught it early enough that we went ahead and started interventions preemptively to make sure that they didn't have the same struggles that their siblings did. The other thing to think about with siblings is their comparisons to one another. And as much as we don't want kids to compare themselves to others, especially if it's in their own household, it's going to happen. Kids are going to notice when they have trouble with something and their sibling doesn't. They're going to notice if it takes them two hours to do their homework and it took their brother or sister 20 minutes. And a lot of times that can have a social emotional effect. So making sure that the whole family's on the same page and being really supportive and trying not to let the student who's struggling feel bad about the fact that it does take them more work than maybe it does their siblings. So we want to make sure that we're cognizant that when it's all runs in the family, that doesn't necessarily mean everybody in the family is going to have a struggle with reading or spelling. But it does mean that sometimes there's a higher likelihood a sibling could have troubles. 
but it also means there's a higher likelihood of one sibling comparing themselves to another sibling who's seemingly more successful. I know I have one girl that I've worked with that she is a tough cookie, and I can't imagine a stronger social-emotional child, but every once in a while, she will just let loose over how unfair it is that her sisters could get in all these top-notch schools without even trying, and how she has to work twice as hard at everything. Personally, I think she has to work three times as hard at everything. And that has made her have so much grit, resilience, and the ability to advocate for herself. That does not mean she's not vulnerable to those moments where it is really tough to see your siblings do well, and you have to work so hard just to barely pass your class. So as we help the student with a learning difference, it's also important that we help the siblings as well to understand what that learning difference is and why it takes their siblings so much more work, and to maybe be a little bit more thoughtful before they brag about how great they did on something. And we want to celebrate everybody's accomplishments because it is really important. But we also have to help siblings remember that what comes easy to them may not come easily to their brother and sister, and to help them celebrate their brother and sister's wins as well. So a win for a child with learning differences may not look the same as a win for a child who doesn't have them. So helping make sure that both kids get rewards and get compliments for their accomplishments and remembering that an accomplishment doesn't necessarily mean a perfect score. Sometimes it's remembering you did way better than you did last week or remember what you couldn't do at the beginning of the year, but you can do now. We want to make sure all siblings within the family can feel celebrated for their own wins in their own way and making sure it's a nice support system for one another. Now, as we go back to thinking about siblings who may or may not have dyslexia or another learning difference, one thing that is hugely beneficial is that once you know what dyslexia looks like, it's a lot easier to spot it sooner. A lot of times you can see a similar struggle with one sibling and maybe you can catch it a little sooner. I know a lot of instances where Parents had to fight for that first kid to get diagnosed with dyslexia. They felt something was off. The school said they were fine, and it took a really long time to get the diagnosis and a really long time to get the support. That family I mentioned earlier where I see three siblings, for that first sibling, I didn't start working with her until maybe about fourth grade. I can't remember if it was the summer before or after fourth grade started, and it was a battle. There was screaming, there was crying, there were meltdowns about coming because everything always felt so hard for her. And even though she supposedly got extra work at school and extra help, it was not the help she needed. So it was really rough at first. And then ironically, she would scream and cry if she didn't have a session with me because she realized how helpful it was. So over time, the crying and tears came from very different purposes. One was because she was so afraid to fail and hated failing so often. And that was what caused her to cry, not actually coming into my office. And then eventually it was, wait, why can't I see Lisa today? And she would cry if she didn't get my extra help because she realized how much easier school could be if she had the right support. Then the second kid came along and we started helping her in second grade. There were a few tears, but not nearly as much. We were able to hit it off at the pass and make sure it didn't get too bad before she got the support she needed. And like I mentioned, the third sibling, we didn't even wait for her to fail. We just went ahead and started with the right kind of instruction for reading to begin with, because we already know that their school district does not teach phonics and does not teach kids how to sound out words. They teach them to look at pictures and guess. So that is a recipe for disaster for, well, any kid, but especially a child with learning differences. And when two of the three siblings have dyslexia, we weren't going to take that chance. 
Now, I've also seen it in several other siblings this summer, and it has been so fun to get to work with the other siblings because something special happens. When you are the first one in your family to get diagnosed with a learning difference, it's all very strange and you don't know what to do or what it's going to be like. But then if you're the second sibling, there's actually a totally different thing that happens, which is they know that there's help, they know there's support, and they know they have a resource that can help them. And that is a fantastic thing. There's one little girl in particular that I started working with this summer who was so excited to get her time with Miss Parnello because she saw how excited her sister is to come to me. And so she knows that tutoring is not something that's torturous, but it's something that's supportive and she knows that she feels better and she feels really good that she can actually start to read. Because when I first started seeing her earlier this summer, she knew some of her letters, maybe most of her letters, but definitely didn't know how to turn those letter sounds into words. And being able to see her read full sentences and write full sentences all on her own you can already see the bright little light bulb going off in her head that she can do it all by herself. And that is something that is really helpful if a student has already seen their sibling go through it and see that it does get better, that can automatically help them be more successful and have a better attitude about approaching reading intervention. There's another sibling that I was already working with a brother, and then the mom started seeing the little brother have a similar struggle and saying, I'm really bad at reading, which anytime a first grader says, I'm really bad at reading, that's a huge red flag. They know that they can't do things that their peers can do. They can feel when they are struggling and they see other kids doing stuff they can't do, even though they're trying their best. And it's really hard when a kid feels like they aren't doing good enough. When I first met this little boy, I pointed out to him, how does your brother feel about reading right now? Well, really good. He's reading a book right now. Exactly. So, what do you think you and I are going to do? Help me be good at reading too. Perfect. Glad we got that out of the way. Now let's jump in. Let's show you how reading doesn't always have to be so hard. Let's try to make school easier for you. It has been such a pleasure to get to know so many adorable little siblings this summer. And next year, some of them might have to share a spot with their sibling because my schedule has not opened up any extra this year. Usually somebody gives up a session or two each year and then I can, you know, pull in a new student or give somebody the extra time they were waiting to get. But this year, nobody has given up any time whatsoever. So some siblings might have to share their turns or when one kid goes to ballet, one kid comes to reading with me and we might have to take some turns to make sure both kids get the help that they need and we'll see what we can do to try to help them be as successful as possible. But just remember, catching them early is what's important. When you help a student catch their learning difference early, remediation doesn't take as long. You can make progress twice as fast if you catch a kid early enough. I have one little boy who I started working with that they were going to send him to a different school with dyslexia, but because we caught it by first grade, we actually don't have to have him go to a different school next year. He can stay at his regular school and is actually working at grade level already. And we already will just keep continuing the explicit instruction that's working, but this kiddo gets to stay in his school. So just remember, as you are thinking about siblings, the sooner you can catch it, the better. There is no harm in doing early intervention. If anything, it just gets them support sooner. And if it turns out they don't have a learning difference, they feel more confident in their reading and then they don't have any social emotional struggles later. Remediation goes much faster if you catch it sooner. So if you know a child has dyslexia, then start thinking about younger siblings and looking for the signs early. And know that sometimes the signs look different. Some kids struggle with reading, whereas somebody else might struggle with writing and spelling. So keep an eye out, 
get the support early as you can, because once you know what to look for, it's a lot easier to help the family be successful. And then you just have a happier home when it's not always a battle of doing homework because of how challenging it is. All right, to recap our episode. First, we talked about how dyslexia tends to run in families. So being sure to mention if you get a child evaluated for dyslexia, that you mention if there's already a history of dyslexia with other siblings or family members, especially the direct parents. The second thing we talked about was comparison between siblings and one child feeling like they're not as successful as the other because they have to work so hard. This happens the most when one child has a learning difference and the other siblings do not. We want students to feel supported and make sure that their wins are celebrated too. Getting a perfect score may not be a win for them. That might be an impossibility. So reminding students how far they've come and celebrating the small wins along the way. Making sure we're cognizant the way we celebrate with other siblings and making a big deal about putting in effort and hard work, not just getting a perfect score, is critical. And then lastly, we talked about if you already have a child with learning differences, it is important to notice those signs early for the younger siblings because a lot of times you can prevent a lot of social-emotional struggle and a lot of academic struggle if you get help sooner. There is never a problem in getting intervention too soon. There's always a problem if you get intervention too late. The sooner you can get help, the easier it is. And students with learning differences can learn from their older siblings and learn that the remediation works and that they can get the help that they need. All right, that's all for now. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to learn even more about dyslexia, check out parnelloeducation.com forward slash courses. See you next time.